This podcast is designed to be a general information source. Please consult the current guidelines before providing healthcare advice to your patients. Hello, this is Farmtastic Foam, and today's topic is asthma. So, what do we use to treat asthma today? So, the main drug classes that we see today are the short-acting beta-2 agonists, also known as SARBAs, the inhaled corticosteroids, the ICS, and the inhaled corticosteroids will come typically on their own or in combination with a long-acting beta-2 agonist, also known as LARBAs. Some patients, especially kids, might be prescribed a leukotriene receptor antagonist. Currently in Australia, the only representative of this class is Montelukast. Other treatment options are not seen as often, but we will briefly discuss them as well later. What's new in the clinical guidelines? In 2021, the new guidelines by Amazing Gina were published. Gina stands for Global Initiative for Asthma. The latest and the most up-to-date information can be found there, and if you haven't read it yet, we highly recommend that you do. According to Gina, we should be leaning away from using SABAs alone in anyone who has been diagnosed with asthma. Gina recommends all patients with asthma to use ICS either daily or at least when a SABA is used, or use the ICS formatter all combination as the preferred option. Gina is also acknowledging the new addition of a beclomethazone for motor oil combination. This is known as Foster. This will be part of step one and step two treatment. They're also introducing an updated MART concept. That's right, it's no longer called SMART, it's MART. Maintenance and reliever therapy. It's not very fair to still call it SMART as there are now other medications that are approved for the same purpose as Simbacord. A fun fact, the maximum dose for MART is calculated based on the famotorol component, which is 72 micrograms per day. So you can calculate the maximum dose depending on what inhaler is being used. How can we help our patients? We can talk to our patients requesting SABAS as monotherapy. We can explain to them that SABAS will not treat asthma and with time will make the condition worse. SABAS might be initially very helpful as they give a quick relief, but with semi-regular or regular use, they increase inflammation contribute to constriction of bronchi and make their ways more sensitive to any triggers. We can also advise our patients that the key element in treating asthma is to reduce the chronic inflammation. This is accomplished with the use of an inhaled corticosteroid. We now recommend using a steroid inhaler every time you need to use your asthmol or ventolin. The latest studies have showed that if more than three SABA puffers are being used per year, there is a high risk of severe flare-ups, and if it's more than 12 a year, there is a high risk of asthma-related death. We need to encourage our patients to have three monthly reviews until their asthma is well controlled, then the dose of ICS could be reduced gradually to a low dose. It's important to remind our patients to have regular technique checks, doctor's reviews, and to have an asthma action plan in place to achieve this level of control, as control with a low-dose ICS offers maximum health benefits and the lowest risk of adverse effects. There are so many inhalers! How do I get my head around it? There are really just two types. There are metered dose inhalers, also known as MDIs or puffers, 
and there are the dry powder inhalers or DPIs. Most puffers or MDIs are made of a mix of a drug and a propellant to form a suspension, so they must be shaken before use. Fost air and the soft mist inhalers such as Respimat are the exception. The patients will need to take a long, deep breath to evaporate that propellant, otherwise the drug particles will not get very far, they'll just bounce off the throat and get exhaled very quickly. Generally, the dose for puffers is two puffs twice a day. Of course, we do have exceptions. Cyclesonide or Alvesco and Teotropium or Spiriva Respimat are dosed only once a day. And as we all know, Sabas can be used multiple times a day. We sometimes also see other dose variations. Almost all puffers are compatible with a spacer. The exception is autohalers, and they're not required for Respimat devices. DPIs are individual dry powder doses. We don't shake them, we just suck it up. The patient will require to make a forceful, deep breath. Generally, the dose is just one inhalation twice a day. The exceptions are Brio Elipta and Arnuiti Elipta that contain a very powerful steroid, Fluticazone Fuorate, so only one dose once a day is used. How can a specialist help? The specialist can initiate high-dose ICS, add to the treatment plan a LAMA, long-acting muscarinic antagonist. The only approved LAMA on its own in asthma is Teatropium or Spiriva Respimat. It is normally prescribed as two puffs once a day. The other approved option comes as a triple therapy, LAMA, LABA and ICS. Indicaterol, glicopyronium, mometazone, or NSR Brisehaler delivered one dose once a day. Some patients may require an injection administered subcutaneously to keep their asthma under control. We see monoclonal antibodies prescribed more often in the community settings. For example, antibodies to immunoglobulin E, omalizumab, or xalea. Interleukin-5, mepolizumab or nucala, interleukin-5 receptors, benralizumab or fazenra, interleukin-4 and 13, dupilumab or dupixent. Those suffering from house dust mite allergy could benefit from house dust mite sublingual immunotherapy, also known as HDM-SLIT. One of the newer additions to treatment is also the macrolide antibiotics, azithromycin, erythromycin, and clarithromycin. However, they are not yet approved by the TGA for this indication. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time.